0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Two Minds Today, the pod all about best practices to get you noticed and ahead in your professional life. Two Minds Today with Charlene and Halla.
1: Hi, guys, this is Hale, and I'm here again with Charlene this week. And look, you know, between the two of us, we've got years of combined leadership, training, management, and community development experience. Charlene's here with a master's in leadership development, and I'm an attorney. And we are really looking forward to sharing our experience and knowledge with. You.
0: Today, we're diving right in on where we left off last week with the pre-meeting. Last week, we touched on how to build your agenda. And this week, we are jumping right back in on that pre-meeting, how to set yourself up for success.
1: So the pre-meeting conversations, like oftentimes people think that You go into a meeting and the purpose of the meeting is to meet with everyone. Like that's what a meeting is for. And that's when you have all of your conversations of what you need. But the reality is the purpose of the meeting is to have the second meeting after you've already had a dozen individual meetings with everyone who's going into the meeting.
0: (laughs) Yes. And then I would say, you know, I think where people struggle is typically there's committees. And then where do the decisions actually get made, right? You've been asked to sit on a committee or a board, and then you get to the meeting and you're ready to do your input. And depending on the culture and the structure, a lot of things have already been decided. Now, you might get on a committee where it really is the base level brainstorming, and it's a wonderful environment. But for the most part, everyone getting to the meeting kind of already knows at least what's up one way or another,
1: That's right. And they either know it because leadership has reached out to them to speak to them, or they know it because they've decided on their own that they know exactly what's happening and what's going on. And that's not necessarily the most conducive for getting the most done at the meeting that you have, which is why it's so important to, as the person who's in the leadership role for that particular committee or board, or the person who's just running that particular meeting, to Go to the individuals who are coming into the meeting before the meeting to understand and get an idea of where their head is at. You know, What do you think about this agenda items? What are your thoughts? What's going on? Um, and that refinement uh, that occurs after that conversation will make your actual meeting more productive.
0: Yeah, so let's break it down from the different perspectives. Let's say you are a chair or you're leading, you're a boss or a supervisor, whatever role you're in, and you are tasked with leading the meeting. So what kinds of conversations do you want to have first? So
1: first of all, that that individual needs to figure out for themselves what their, what their perceived agenda is gonna be for the meeting. And the reason I say that is because that agenda might slightly change based on the conversations that are had. Um, so with that agenda item, when you call up a person that's coming to the meeting, hey, looking forward for you coming, we're thinking of talking about X, Y, and Z, or I know that you were in charge of looking into X, give me a sense of what's going on. And the reason you wanna know that is, to make sure that the agenda item that's on there is accurately reflected and on there based on what people coming into the meeting are coming in for, right? Maybe the person you're talking to says, oh, I haven't had a chance to actually look at that. Or, oh, thanks for reminding me. I have to go figure something out. Or, oh, we actually need to do ABC before we hit this topic.
0: I think you've hit on such an important thing. In my mind, meetings are not to embarrass people. Right. I feel like we've all been at those gotcha meetings. Um, and I would say the number one thing, if you're trying to build a positive company culture and you're trying to get buy-in and do all of these things that that hopefully you're listening to the pod because you want to do, um, you really want to remove all of those embarrassment moments. The, the, these meetings aren't a time to point people out and make them feel like they haven't or haven't done it. Now, look, people need to do their job. And if they don't have, you know, what they need, then then that is definitely a conversation you have. But I would say, in my opinion, I don't know, how what you think, a public meeting is never a point to drive into somebody, in my opinion. I don't know if the if the lawyer world is different, but
1: so um i i understand what you're saying and that very much comes from like a leader's perspective who's been highly involved for many years i think about someone who's new to an organization or someone who's younger or someone who just hasn't been involved in these types of in, in working in a communal meeting format their thinking often is oh i'm coming into the meeting to be heard and if we want to create the environment that you're saying, Charlene, it really is incumbent upon the leadership to make sure that they really have those individual conversations, right? Otherwise, someone who hasn't been reached out to will think of the meeting as the place where they're finally being heard. And they won't perceive something that they say is a gotcha to the leadership, right? They they might be like, oh, this is what I think. Or I know you just presented it in the sense that I don't want the leader to say, gotcha, you, you haven't done your work. Right like that, like goes in reverse also.
0: So I will say the reverse, I have definitely been in meetings where a staff will say something to a CEO and you're, I'm like, oh my gosh, right? Like I'm sort of like, whoa, did that just happen? And, and look, and maybe you are, I want to preface this by saying in a work environment, that's free flow of ideas, but I, I just strongly feel that public meetings with multiple parties are not the time and place for any of that it's you want to look good and and I think and I think this happens to women right we we try and find the balance of like you're not talking enough you're talking too much however you come across like there's no winning right and so really Thinking through, and and I this is probably true for men too. The time and the place to to speak up and to say something. Because yes, you're right. you don't want us go the whole meeting without saying anything, right? Because then it's like, were you even here?
1: Well, that's you know, as you were saying that, I was saying to myself, have you also sat in meetings where you feel like, oh, everyone's just giving their canned report? I'm not allowed to say anything against it because it's not going to look nice. The CEO is going to get upset. And I think, like, then then people are, oh, what a waste of time that I'm just sitting here listening to these reports. Just send me the damn email. I'll, I'll look over the whole thing, and I'll rubber stamp it, because that's all I'm here for in this meeting. So I think we have to be I careful, agree. right, about that. And those meetings do need to be, uh, it, there needs to be an environment where people who come to the meeting feel that it's okay for them to open their mouths and disagree with people who are there. but. The way to best establish that, I think, is to have it very um, specified, right? So, no anything that anything that you can do to reduce embarrassment, please do by having the conversations before the conversations. But then, I think both leadership and individuals need to be aware that it's okay. I think to open open up and ask a question.
0: I think that's where we said last time is on your agenda, make sure there is always a point of conversation. And that's the place where it's free-flowing ideas. So let's break down, I feel like as we're talking, there's two strong um, pre-meeting conversations that I would have. One is to get participation, right? John, you need to come and can you start this dialogue, this training, et cetera. You don't want to get into the meeting and be like, surprise, report, right? Or surprise, lead this discussion. So the number one pre-meeting, I would say, is to get all your ducks in a row. And then the other one that I think we're kind of looting around is hot topics right if you know your agenda has a contentious point um, and there's side a b c and d you want to and and have those conversations not really necessarily to sway right but you as the leader of that meeting want to know what you're going into and where people stand
1: i i agree with you i agree with you um and by knowing where people stand you won't be taken off guard as a leader yes and as an individual by having had the leader reach out to you you're going to be able to present your position in a way that doesn't derail but really gets to the root of the the issue that everybody needs to look at when it's a hot top hot button topic issue
0: yeah and i i always just feel like people want to feel heard i that's that's my my, uh, my basis is ultimately, I think this is about relationships and that you're reaching out to people before the meeting, um, whether it's your co-chair or speaker or someone that you know already has an issue, just because you're going to get more out of someone when they feel like you're taking the one-on-one time for them.
1: I agree with you. And from an organizational standpoint, I would say that Oftentimes the leadership, the person who's running the meeting, doesn't necessarily have time to reach out to the yeah. dozen people who are on the committee. So the best way to do that is to delegate and to spread the work, you know, spread the work around. So it's not necessarily, oh, now the VP is gonna get in touch with everyone. You might set up kind of like the old school phone chains, right? Where yeah. you have three or four people reaching out to another three or four people and it funnels up and reports very critical to tell those three or four people, listen, this is what's going on. You know, ex-president or leader or manager can't talk to everyone. I'm the representative. I'm going to take back everything that you say. We're just funneling it up. That way everyone feels that they're being heard and everyone becomes connected to each other. So don't think that as a leader, you kind of have to do it all.
0: Yeah, and I would say I don't even know if it needs to be funneled. I think if you're in a meeting of ten people and you have a relationship with three out of the ten, I mean, it does create a little bit of like culture pods, but at least you feel like somebody has your back, right? And and that's what you that's what you want. All right, we this was a fast one. We are rounding um, the end of our time, and so let's just review. So, pre meetings vital build relationships, test out ideas and feedback.
1: I'm 100% with you, right? So that people don't feel blindsided, so that your meeting runs most efficiently, and so that people feel that there's a purpose and a reason they came to this meeting and they're being heard and they're not wasting their time in that hour or 20 minutes or whatever time period it is that you're taking up people's times.
0: Yeah, and I would say the fundamental thing I would leave with Halai you shared with me, it's we want to make the meeting really about the issues um, and the conflicts not underlining and explaining the history and the topic. Sometimes meetings are so much about history, and you never get to the issue. And and I think you're so right on uh, by saying like you want to actually get to the process, not start the process before the process at the meeting
1: (laughs) absolutely Uh, charlene thank you so much i really enjoy our weekly chats because even though we've had a ton of experience between us just like just the two of us even talking about this brings the makes it even more relevant for us so as we do our work it's as helpful to us folks as it is for all of you who are listening i'm sure
0: Yes. And uh, we uh, ask everyone out there to just learn a little bit more every day. And uh, thank you for joining us. And next week we will get to those parking lot conversations. Thanks all. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye. See you next time on Two Minds today. Like and subscribe.